It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Rams Nation, welcome back. This is your host, Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. Guys, I just can't believe it. I'm so excited right now. I can't contain myself. I'm excited about the show. Remember, Lockdown Rams is your daily source for Rams news, information, updates, player trades, all that good stuff. And as we talk about player trades, that's right. You thought the Rams were done over the past couple days? You're wrong. The Rams continue to make moves. Yesterday, they traded a fifth-round pick over to Denver for Aqib Tlaib. Yes, we just locked in another solid corner. On top of that, we also signed free agent Sam Shields. He sat out last year due to concussions, but he's back. He sounds excited. Hopefully, we can keep him healthy. Um, Those two guys that we just added, let me tell you a quick little bit about them. Sam Shields had 18 picks from 2010 to 2015. Only two players younger than him did that, and that was Earl Thomas and Richard Sherman. 29 interceptions in his career over 91 games. That adds some depth to Marcus Peters, who has 21 interceptions in 49 games. Oh, yeah, and then the five-time Pro Bowler to leave. So not a bad cornerback structure we're setting up. We still have Kayvon Webster, who's going to be coming off injury, to join this group. We're not sure what we're doing with NRC yet, but there's talks and reports that uh, we want to keep him around, and we're going to try to keep him around, again, to add depth in that secondary. Most likely, this means goodbye to Tremaine Johnson. We appreciate everything he did, but as you're looking at the money and the players that are coming in, It's time for him probably to hit the road and make money himself. Now he can cash in, doesn't have to take that team-friendly deal, can go out and add to that 17 mil that he's made uh, consecutively over the past couple years. Good news is most likely we'll get a third-round pick in next year's draft coming back for him. Woo! That was a lot to get to right off the bat. Uh, We got a great show for you guys today. I got a great couple of shows coming up. We've got an interview with Nick Hamilton. He's been on before. Uh, You can catch him at Dash Radio. Also, uh, just search Nick Hamilton and Instagram or Twitter. He's always putting up lots and lots of content. He's actually out in Vegas right now um, covering the Pac-12 basketball tournament. We had a little bit of an issue trying to connect, so forgive me if if the quality is a little bit poor, but that's probably due to uh, my fault. So hang in there. It's a great interview. He has lots of awesome stuff. That's coming up. But before we get to that, I want to touch on a few more of these details on the trades that have happened and just kind of an overview of of what's gone down in the past week and a half. This is insane. Um, But just to give you an idea, uh, last year Tremaine Johnson made $16.7 million for the season. We've just added Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, who are going to make a combined $12.7 million this year. So we traded and got two Pro Bowlers uh, for the price of, well, I guess Tremaine Johnson. So overall, if you're not excited about that, really? Really, bro? That's insane. I'm so excited. Uh, we've been able to make room in the cap while adding value at the cornerback position. Remember, we still have one of the best defensive linemen in the game. We're now making some space to be able to pay him. Hopefully this opens up some money for Sammy Watkins as well. 
all those draft picks that we are using and picking up, now we're turning around and turning them into amazing things. So lots to come. I don't think the Rams are done yet. It's going to make for some exciting podcasting uh, here in the next few weeks. But thought that was pretty interesting. Basically two for one deal and saving you know four million dollars while getting these guys. So hats off to you, Les Snead. Keep doing what you're doing. And while we're talking about what Les Snead's doing, let's just let's just recap because so much is going on. It's just it's crazy. Let's recap this really quick. In the past couple weeks, this is what Les Snead has done: traded a fourth round pick and a future second round pick for Marcus Peters. Again, Marcus Peters only has 1.7 million cap hit this year. Pearl Bowler, stud, ball hawker, interceptions. Traded Robert Quinn, who, you know, over time has maybe gradually declined, getting older, uh, to the Miami Dolphins for a fourth-round pick. With this, getting out of $11.4 million in salary and, and really opening that way to, a few days later, tagging LaMarcus Joyner. On top of that, we traded Alec Ogletree and a seventh-round pick to the New York Giants for a 2018 fourth-round and a sixth-round pick. We're still not sure which one we're getting. The Giants in the fourth round, I think, have the number two pick and the number, like, 30 pick. So hopefully we get that second pick in the fourth round. That's going to come once the league year starts here in a couple days. Again, with trading Alec Ogletree, we saved about $10 million in cap space. Uh, um, opening space for guys like Aaron Donald, Sammy Watkins, and whoever else we want to bring in the linebacker position in the free agent. And then again today, trading that fifth round pick over to Denver for Aqib Tlaib, five-time Pro Bowler. Oh, man. Peters, Tlaib, in days, just went to probably the number one combination at cornerback in the NFL. We have yet to see them play together, but wow, just hearing these guys on paper and, and watching their highlights, it's exciting. And then the addition of Sam Shields, uh, another cornerback to add to depth. We're not sure what we're getting. Last year sat out due to concussions, as I mentioned earlier. But we're really excited about everything that's happening. These guys are out here pulling triggers, making deals. The league year hasn't even started. I cannot wait to see what else is coming. With that said, guys, don't forget to give me a follow on Twitter. That's at LA underscore Rambling Bear. Or you can reach out to the show at Lockdown Rams on Twitter. You can also hit us up at LockdownRams at gmail.com. Don't forget, you're listening to the Lockdown Podcast Network, the number one daily local sports network, your team every day. With that said, I want to jump over to the Nick Hamilton interview. He talked with me just moments ago. I'm excited again. Like I said, we had some connection issues, so um, hopefully the audio will work for you guys. But great content, so listen in there. And here it is, me and Nick Hamilton talking all the madness that is the LA Rams. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. 
Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry. You can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers Hunter Henry and the Falcons Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyra Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. All right, Rams Nation. Again, I'm super excited. I got another awesome interview for you guys again today. We're actually bringing back a, a former guest of ours, Nick Hamilton. Nick, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing good, man. How y'all doing? Man, we're staying up. We're staying good. I uh, appreciate you coming back on. Uh, can you let everyone know that's listening where they can find you at? Oh, yeah. You can hit me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. Uh, football season, NFL season to be exact. You can catch me at NBCLA.com. Awesome, guys. If you don't check them out, uh, are you still doing the Dash Radio? Oh, yeah. Every Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Middle Eastern. It's the morning after with Nick Hamilton. Uh, and then I'll do uh, every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific, a fixed audio cast. We cover sports, politics, and culture. Awesome, guys. Make sure to check Nick out there. Uh, putting out some awesome content. Check him out on Twitter as well. Um, always posting good stuff throughout all L.A. sports. So uh, thanks for coming on. Well, hey, I want to get you on here because um, last time we talked, actually, we just gave Alec Ogletree a big four-year extension. And we talked briefly that day when we gave it to him. You were kind of shaking your head, didn't understand why. I think many of us are sitting here thinking, why are we now releasing him and we're getting a trade? Obviously, we're dumping money. But I want to hear your instant reaction on some of those, um, you know, some of the moves that we've been making, especially Alec Ogletree, which, you know, we spoke on earlier. Yeah, it's very interesting, man. When you look at uh, Alec Ogletree, I mean, he was a great guy in the locker room, a leader, a, a vocal leader uh, on that field. And so when you see uh, the trade being uh, made as of Wednesday, uh, the Rams looking to have uh, four new starters replacing those those valuable people. I mean, who's going to replace eight and a half sacks last season? And that's what you got out of uh, Alec Ogletree and uh, Robert Quinn. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they had a great defense last year. I mean, they had... But it's around 12 uh, fewest points in the NFL. I mean, he had 13th overall against the pass uh, with Alex Ogletree as a linebacker and Robert Quinn uh, on the edge. And you had True Johnson as their best corner. Uh, and so when you look at some of the moves that they, they've made, um, you kind of understand why, especially when they they, they were what, 28, I believe, in defending the run. So that was the issue for them on the way for the defense. And I think Wade wants to get guys in there that kind of fit his system a little better. Uh, that's why we got the uh, keep to lead uh, trade. You had the Sam Shields trade that happened uh, on Thursday. Uh, so that tells me right there that True Johnson is gone. Once you got the keep to lead trade in tone, that tells me True Johnson is gone. Um, they franchise tag Lamarcus Joyner, which is very smart. Um, as you alluded to earlier, they freed up about $50 million in cap space. So they have flexibility now to get the right guys in, whether they want to go through free agency or whether they want to go through the draft. Uh, and draft guys that develop it through that Wade Phillips uh, system. So it's going to be very interesting to see moving forward what Les Snead and company do as they try to uh, rebuild uh, that defense. But it's going to be interesting to see who's going to step up, who's really going to be able to fill that middle linebacker position. 
guys, when you look at what they're missing, I mean, uh, there's talks of, of Mark Banner that can get released. Right. Um, you know, is, is, Car- is Carter Baller going to roll up out of L.A. and become a free agent? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of question marks that are going on behind this, this, this Rams, these Rams moves, especially on the defensive side. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they, how they make these moves. Uh, but it's, it's very exciting. I know a lot of Rams fans are, were shocked when they saw their key to lead trade go down. Uh, Sam Shields, I don't know what you're going to get out of Sam Shields. I mean, he has 23 career interceptions, but, you know, it's kind of hard to say what kind of impact he's going to make for the Rams, especially after such a long layoff. Uh, when he, the last game I believe he played, I think it was in 2015 or 2016. That's a long time. Um, I don't know why they're bringing in Sam, Sam Shields. Maybe it's more of a, a, a player coach on the field type of deal. I don't know. Uh, but I know Wade Phillips likes, you know, working with veterans. I, I understand that he's the lead trade. Uh, because they work together in Denver. Right. Uh, so I, that, that move made sense. You know, so we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. They do this in the draft this coming year. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, you're right. And you kind of mentioned it. I mean, that Tlaib trade that just went down, you know, hours ago here, um, you know, my phone was kind of blowing up as we were even trying to set this interview up, uh, getting us locked on here. And so obviously Tlaib, who kind of had been rumored, you know, in the last month or so, he wasn't happy. I think he put on Twitter saying that, you know, who wants me? Where am I going to go? He kind of has at, at expectations of moving on. Wade Phillips, this is now his second cornerback that he's recruited out to L.A. Obviously, um, you know, Webster as well, Kayvon Webster, who is recovering from, you know, his Achilles. How do you think that factors into him with, you know, obviously the Sam Shields addition as well? Where does Kayvon Webster, do you think, play into this whole role in, in the cornerback situation? Well, I think, as you said, I think that they're trying to wait and see how well he heals and that they're not going to rush him because that would be incredibly foolish. And we all know how much of a, a veteran, uh, a professor, I like to call him, a, a dean of defense that Wade Phillips is. So he's going to, you know, I think the staff and, and Wade Phillips are going to take every precaution they can to ensure the health and safety uh, of Webster. But also, too, when you look at uh, what the Shields trade provides, it also provides an insurance policy because we don't know if uh, – Mikael Roby Coleman can leave as a free agent as well, along with True Johnson. So that's that's a, that's another insurance policy that you could potentially have uh, with Sam Shields coming over, uh, a veteran guy that knows how to how to run that team the way Phillips likes to run. Uh, so you know, like I said, it remains to be seen. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward how that's going to all come together. Uh, you know, and, and uh, see how that defense is really going to line up because the Rams just seem like they're trying to put all the chips in the pot. Um, and, and they, they got, I think they got a lot of uh, positive uh, feedback. I think mean, they got a lot of, of uh, confidence from last season, even though they lost to the Falcons. But the fact that they made it uh, to host a, a home playoff game in their second year back in Los Angeles was huge. And I think it gave a lot of guys, even players that you talked to after that game, uh, even though they were, you know, obviously disappointed at the loss. But they got they had a lot of confidence. They, they didn't leave the locker room with their heads down. They were very, very focused. Right. Really. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, our offense obviously ranked number one in the NFL. We made a a huge leap and turnaround from, you know, the Jeff Fisher era to, um, you know, last season in the offense. And it looks like they're trying to go all in on this defense right now and make that defense as powerful as that offense. Obviously adding, you know, in my opinion, probably two of the top five, maybe at least two of the top ten corners in the league um, to, to set up that cornerback situation. But you, you said it right there. You know, we gave up a bunch of sacks with, 
you know, all the linebacker moves and we're going to have to fill them either via free agency with some of the people that are out there or in the draft and put some young guys in there and expect to have them play. Um, obviously we had some, um, I, Ibukum, who played at linebacker first for a while and even down in, in the 3-4, uh, played very well last year. Corey Littleton had a great season in his limited role. So, I'm, you know, I don't know if they saw more uh, in those guys to get him in. Um, but, you know, as, as that number 23 pick rolls around, where do you think, you know, they go? Is, is it linebacker, no doubt, at this point, at that, at that 23 pick? Yeah, I think, I think that's the writing on the wall. I mean, before all of these trades were down, I thought they were going to go after the corner, especially the corner out of the zoo. I've been looking at that young kid uh, out of the zoo. So I think that was a possibility at that time. But now that we, we get closer and closer to the drive, we get closer and closer to free agency, yeah, I think the writing's on the wall. I think they're looking at that linebacker position, possibly a middle linebacker uh, to develop. And also, too, let's not forget, they still have to offer Aaron Donald a contract. So right, right. enough cap space to, to get the pay. No, he's going to be getting record-breaking money. He's going to get that quarterback money. He's going to have Drew Brees looking over going, that's the kind of contract I'm looking for. And uh, we got to give it to him, man. We, we should have given it to him last year. You know, hashtag pay the man made its way around Rams Nation pretty well last year. And I think everyone's excited just to have that done. Hopefully we get that done here, um, you know, in, in the next couple of weeks before free agency really hits. I know. Um, you know, we're going to keep them, but it'd be nice to have to know what money we have while we're dealing with, you know, Sammy Watkins. And, and how do you think that shakes up? Is Do you see Sammy as someone that you see as an importance to be here? Or is, is that shoes that can be filled by either another free agent or, you know, there's talks of even they have really high expectations of Josh Reynolds. So what are your thoughts on the, on the Sammy Watkins? I like Josh Reynolds, but I think you have to get Sammy Watkins. I think what he's providing, he finally found a home. I don't think he was he felt at home in Buffalo. I think he felt the more as the season progressed, I think he felt more at home. I think he felt a lot more comfortable uh, with the Los Angeles Rams, with his teammates, you know, and, and, and with the head coach. I mean, like I said, his energy was just so infectious. You know, it was a welcoming type of energy. And I think that's what Sammy had to understand, that it wasn't all about him. And once he realized that it wasn't all about him, that he had to function within a team, the team embraced him. Most important, I think that gets overlooked as well. You know, I think he he, he started to fit in. So I think you have to you have to do some type of deal with restart Sammy Watkins. He was huge. And he played very well along guys like Cooper Cup, uh, uh, uh and, and Robert Woods and those guys. I mean he really flowed in that offense. I mean you had options and you had it's something that you have to give Jerry Goff. You have to give Jerry Goff options. You have to give him opportunity to right. progress and win for a wall ball game. So that's the only way you have to do it is if you give him a plethora of options. Not named Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. We don't want to run Todd Gurley into the ground. I and mean, you mentioned a, another guy that um, you know we got to save some money for. You know, we got Todd Gurley right around the corner that's going to be looking for an extension. And same with Jared Goff. So they they got to be smart with this money. And I think that's kind of what they're trying to look at, not only in this year but stacking up a big roster to make a run. They're happy with the the step they did last year, but you can tell the moves that they're doing right now, they are chasing a championship, and it's exciting to hear um, out in L.A. Um, obviously, obviously, there's been a lot of moves in the NFC West. Um, you know, the Seahawks are looking to retool their defense as well. Um, do you still think uh, we won the, the division last year? Is this our division that people have to come get from us because we won it one year, or are we still fighting for respect out in the NFC West? Well, I think it's still a respect thing. I think you're still fighting for respect. I think you're still, but it, it, there is a level of of uh, sticking your chest out uh, because you did win the NFC West last year. But I also, at the same time, you cannot get complacent nor comfortable because you have a team like the San Francisco 49ers who could be 
for who they continue to build. Uh, and when you got a guy like Jimmy G, along with that defense that they're trying to improve up there in the Bay Area, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting battles between Jimmy G and and, and uh, uh, Jared Goff. And so uh, you got to make sure you stay competitive. You got to make sure you stay sharper uh, in the game too when it comes to this NFC West because you have a lot of teams that are coming. I mean, the, the, the two teams I think that can battle it out, which goes back to an old school rivalry between the 49ers and the Rams. I think Seattle pretty much gets out of it. Out of it, they're, gonna, they're not going to be the same team right. they once were before. I mean, they have the fire, so everybody's trying to get out the paint. Yep. So Seattle, that whole defense is about to crumble like a California earthquake. Uh, and then you look at Arizona, who just happens to be just lying there because they just happen to be in the NFC West. I don't even count them. <laughs> they might be, uh, uh, you know, Euro League team the way they play. So you know, you never, you, you can't really. I don't really count them. Uh, they just happen to be in the in, 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 in place. Uh, they're more like a placeholder in the NFC West. But the two things really have to pay attention to getting back to your earlier question uh, happens to be uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's going to be exciting football next year. Uh, Nick, I know you get, you're heading in to cover a basketball game tonight, so I appreciate you uh, joining us and answering a few questions. Um, I'll get you back on, man. I always have a great time chatting with you, so we'll get you on in a couple weeks, and we'll talk. And as this thing develops, obviously we got free agency and the draft, and we'll talk and we'll talk more about how this team is shaking form and and really what that means for the rest of the league. But I appreciate it, guys. Make sure to check him out, Nick Hamilton, uh, Instagram and Twitter. He always puts up amazing, you know, kind of behind the scenes stuff with some of the interviews he does and some of the coverage he gets to go. So if you haven't checked him out, and then uh, also check out Dash Radio. Uh, Nick, when are you on Dash Radio again? Uh, every Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern for the morning after with Nick Hamilton on Dash Radio, Dash Talk Station. Uh, you just download the Dash Radio app. Uh, also, every Wednesday, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern uh, for the Fix Audio Cast, where we break down sports, politics, and pop culture. I love it, man. I appreciate you uh, taking this time and joining us here. Uh, enjoy the ball game tonight, and we'll talk soon, my man. All right, stay up, win some money, man. Hey, I'll try to, man. All right. All right, have a good one. All right, Rams Nation, there you have it. That was my conversation with Nick Hamilton of Dash Radio. Also, check him out at Nick Hamilton on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, appreciate him coming on and having a great chat about the Rams and all the amazing things that are happening. By the time we come back around on next Tuesday, who knows? Might be talking about four or five new players in the Rams, the way the pace that is going right now. Guys, don't forget, I mentioned it earlier, follow me on Twitter, LA underscore Rambling Bear, Locked On Rams. Also, give me a shout at LockedOnRams at gmail.com. We have a couple new writers that join the crew, so go ahead and check out www.LockedOnRams.com. We're posting articles up there a couple times a week, so check them out. Tell me what you think. If you want to join and, and write for us as well, reach out to me, let me know. Got a couple spaces left available, so exciting things going on here. Looking ahead to next week, I'm really stoked. We got some great interviews. I got Matt Williamson from Locked On NFL. That is our overall NFL podcast for the Locked On Network. So please check that out if you want more NFL news. He's covering it all. He'll be joining us for the Tuesday edition. And I have our first player interview coming up this next week. I will tease that out and let you know a little bit more about that coming up in future episodes. But just know your boys making moves. We got some players coming on. Really excited about that. So some really fun interviews. And then we always got Mr. James Kroger. We're going to throw him in the mix. Don't forget about where you started from. My man, I would never. So I appreciate it, Rams Nation. I'm excited to continue to bring you daily 
Rams news, information, updates, all that good stuff. Only here on the Lockdown Network. You know what time it is. Till next time, Rams Nation. Peace. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.